Going to go back to our top story now. These mass strikes against France's pension reform that continue this Wednesday. They are taking up a lot of space in the French newspapers, but also the international press. Our press reviewer, Deepti Laurent, is here to take us through it, Deepti. Well, Alison, the turnout across France yesterday for those uh, protests against the government's pension reforms were strong. Not as strong as in uh, as uh, in January during the last round of protests, but strong nonetheless. It's why the unions are uh, hailing Tuesday's historic mo- mobilization. Liberation, the left-wing paper, uh, notes on its front page this headline here, Abloc. Uh, uh, noting uh, the protesters' determination to continue. Indeed, these protests and strikes are continuing today and uh, through the week. Uh, They're unified, abloc, meaning really referring to the fact that the protesters are unified against the government's protests. But will it be enough to force the government to back down? Well, that's a big question, Liberation says, uh, that remains unanswered. In another left-wing paper, the communist paper, L'Humanité, well, uh, they are uh, making that reference between international women's day, which is today, of course, March the 8th, and those protests. Um, The paper focusing on just how important women are to the protest movement against pension reforms in France. Women retirees on average earn 24% less than their male counterparts and women's rights associations uh, argue that the pension reforms that the government want to push through uh, will penalize women even more uh, because basically they'll have to work a, a bit longer than their male counterparts in order to access their full pension benefits, Alison. And Deepti, across the Atlantic, meanwhile, you found two interesting articles in the U.S. media giving sort of an outsider perspective of these strikes. Yeah, it's very interesting to see these articles. So this one, the the first one is from the Washington Post, which uh, really uh, uh, says that the idea that these striking workers are lazy is really a misconception. And you need to look at the statistics to see why, uh, despite generous benefits, vacation, excuse me, and a 35-hour working week, French workers, according to the Post, which quotes OECD statistics, are slightly more productive than their German counterparts. It also, uh, France also has some of the highest rates of burnout and accidents on the job in Europe made worse by the gig economy. So in this context, retiring at 62 is really seen as kind of um, the trade-off for these rough, long hours uh, that uh, French workers work during their working life, a chance to leave their employment earlier and enjoy life. And that's why uh, that's where this uh, New York Times article comes in, because it says that this fight over pension reforms isn't just about government policy. It's, it's, it's really, it's challenging France's national identity, um, something that's really enshrined in uh, the French way of life, that work-life balance. Uh, so it's why that these protests go beyond policy. It's, it's also about French identity, Alison. All right, Deepti, you're taking us to Iran next, where the Supreme Leader has called the poisoning of over a thousand schoolgirls an unforgivable crime. The government announced that three people were arrested yesterday in connection with these poisonings. Yeah, those words, an unforgivable crime here on the front of the Tehran Times. Uh, the paper's also focusing on uh, this topic here, Women's Day or Women's Crisis, it asks on its front page. The paper arguing that the current system created by the Western patriarchal system and capitalism has left women around the world more in crisis than ever, even evoking what it calls uh, the inequality of the century. Uh, Now, let's go back to that French paper I mentioned earlier, L'Humanité. Um, which is uh, looking at paying tribute, rather, to in this article to Iranian women who part who took part in anti-government demonstrations last year. In fact, all these women here 
you see in this uh, photo essay taken by an Iranian photograph who remains anonymous for security reasons, the women as well uh, have had their names changed in the article. Well, they talk about how they were maimed uh, as a result of those protests, but despite uh, each of them losing an eye through, uh, for instance, being shot uh, with pellet bullets, uh, they are determined more than ever to continue their battle uh, to protect their rights as women in the country, Alison. All right, Deepti, one quick last story from you. The British Daily, The Independent, today has published a cover designed by Tracy Amin, an artist known for her confessional style. That's right. It's a very um, poignant front page on The Independent today, Alison. It's this one here. And uh, the story is well worth a read in The Independent today. Tracy Amin uh, is an eminent artist, part of the young British artist movement that included Damien Hirst, no notably back in the 90s. <laughs> Amin uh, accompanies this cover with a very poignant account of her battle with cancer, living with a colostomy bag, the impact it's had on her physical appearance. She also looks back on her friendship with the late Vivian Westwood. I recommend reading this article. It's very poignant today. All right, Deepthi, we'll definitely give that a read for International <coughs> Women's Day. Thank you so much for that look through the papers.